Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Steeler News. This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Haven't been on an episode of the Steelers News in a while. Had some big news in my family. I welcomed another daughter into the world about a month ago. Took some time off from the YouTube series just for a little bit. It was the offseason. If you watched last week, Lance Williams and I were back with an episode of The Standard is the Standard. And now... The Steelers news is back and will be back at least two episodes a week, if not three, depending on what's going on. And what's going on right now is the Pittsburgh Steelers are preparing for training camp. They're headed to St. Vincent College in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, for another edition of the Boys of Summer, as I always call it. And if you've ever been to Latrobe, it's amazing. It's like that old town feel where they, you see those marquee signs welcoming uh, the, the Steelers back to town and the fans and everything. It's just really cool. So. First and foremost, let's get started with the dates. Okay, now this is being recorded on the 23rd of July. Uh, most of you might be watching or listening to this via podcast form on the 24th. That is the date Tuesday that rookies will actually report to camp. There is one key rookie that I'll be talking about in a second. The 25th on Wednesday, that is when the Pittsburgh Steelers, the veterans, everyone that is under contract is supposed to report to training camp. And we will have everything for you on that day on behind the steel curtain.com. Uh, I will get into our cam confidential here in a little bit, but I want to talk about some storylines first. Okay. And for me, one of the storylines that, that is not at the top of the list by far the top of the list. Cause I think it'll be rectified sooner than later is one of the things that it just has to do with the dates that I just mentioned. And that is the 24th. The rookies are supposed to report tomorrow, Tuesday, July 24th. And Terrell Edmonds, the team's number one draft pick, has yet to sign his rookie contract. Now, when he hasn't signed it, and if you don't know why, there's a tremendous article on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com written by Simon Chester, the deputy editor, about some of the things, some of the verbiage in the contract, uh, stuff about like the fourth year of the deal, uh, what that could mean. There's a lot of reasons why he hasn't signed yet. I still think he will sign. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. Maybe it'll be Wednesday even. I don't think he's going to miss much. I hope he doesn't miss much because for a player like his of, of his caliber with expectations on him, like the Steelers have placed, you want him there and not missing any time. So that's definitely a storyline in terms of well, what's he going to do? And is he going to get that deal done or not? We'll see. Other storylines that are going to be, and these are not camp battles, folks. These are not training camp battles. Lance and I are going to talk about those in depth, hopefully on Thursday this week. Uh, but right now we're talking about just storylines. Other storylines other than Terrell Edmonds not signing his rookie deal, obviously you're going to hear a lot about Le'Veon Bell. You're going to hear not from him. You're going to hear a lot from his teammates. And it's going to be a lot of the same from last year. Last year you heard a lot of, hey, yeah, we wish he was here. I feel like he we would be better if he were here, stuff of that nature. Um, it's going to make for great fodder for websites like BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, but ultimately it's going to be beating that dead horse over and over again. Fans should just expect that Le'Veon Bell is not going to show up until week one like he did in 2017. And will it be an improvement in terms of his production in the early portions of the season? Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. 
MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. There's a time and a place for black and white. Like when you're learning to play piano. Or when you want a big two-toned cookie. Or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for D. No one knows. The only thing we have to base off of uh, our opinions off of, so to speak, are last season. And last season, he struggled in those first three games. Speaking of which, a little plug to Flip, one of our writers who did a great breakdown of all of Le'Veon Bell's touches in weeks one, two, and three last season in 2017. Uh, Really good stuff. Gave fans a lot of time to view what happened and ask the question, was it really all just Le'Veon Bell being rusty or was it maybe the defense was good? The offensive line wasn't playing well. Uh, play calls were, were, were really, really lacking all that stuff. It's really good. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. The, the third one ran on Monday and you have links to the other two within that article. So make sure you check that out. So that's going to be the top storyline probably for me. And this is just me personally, and a lot of fans out there might agree and some might disagree. I'm actually really excited for the backup quarterback position. Um, No, I I don't want to see any of these players playing this season because that would mean Ben Roethlisberger would be injured. Um, I am excited to see Mason Rudolph. I'm excited to see how he plays in the preseason. I'm excited to see Joshua Dobbs. Has Joshua Dobbs improved after a year with the Steelers? We know what Landry Jones can do. I am not looking forward to watching Landry Jones play football at all because I honestly feel that he's now in his second contract, the last year of his second contract. What you see is what you get. I'm excited to see the other two guys, and I want to see if anyone can push Landry Jones, or is it just a foregone conclusion that it's really just between whether Josh Jobs can convince the team to keep four quarterbacks? I don't know. But that's going to be a storyline. I'm excited to see Mason Rudolph and Josh Jobs and see what they bring to the table. Um, speaking of Le'Veon Bell not being there, what does the running back core look like without him? What do the Steelers do? For instance, James Conner is going to get a lot of repetitions. Jalen Samuels, the rookie out of North Carolina State, will get a lot of reps, um, as well as players like Fitzgerald Toussaint and Stephen Ridley. It's, it's going to be a running back by committee, a large committee, until Le'Veon Bell come returns. And I have to be honest, I don't really think that that's a bad thing. Um, yeah, you want Le'Veon Bell there. Yes, you want Le'Veon Bell practicing with the team, with the offensive line. But ultimately, 
I look at this and say that this is going to be really good for a player like James Conner, who had an injury-riddled rookie season. It could really use the repetitions and the chance to kind of show himself in, in front of the coaching staff. So that's going to be a storyline as well. Um, offensive tackle. So the, the offensive line for the Steelers is unchanged, the, the starting five. But the depth is really sketchy, especially at the tackle position. You have Chris Hubbard last year who did a phenomenal job filling in for Marcus Gilbert. He cashed in big time in free agency, gone to Cleveland. Everyone thought Gerald Hawkins from LSU, second-year player, was going to fill in. He tears his quadricep, likely done for the season, put on injured reserve. And so now you have Matt Filer and Chucks Okorafor, the rookie from Western Michigan in the third round. You have to ask, are these guys capable? And you hope that you don't have to need them, but you have to understand something as a fan, even if you're just watching the game, just because they might be labeled as a backup tackle doesn't mean that they're not utilized. The Steelers, at least under Todd Haley, I'm not sure about what Randy Feetner is going to do, but at least under Todd Haley, they love to run jumbo packages where they would put an extra offensive tackle on the field and they would have a real run-heavy look. So they take a receiver off or a tight end off put the extra tackle on as an eligible receiver. That's what Hubbard did when Marcus Gilbert was healthy. So now you have to wonder who's going to be able to fill that role. That's going to be a storyline to watch. Who's going to win that battle? Do they both make the team? No one knows. No one knows what a core four can bring to the table. They kind of have a feel for Filer because he played last year. He actually saw some time last year. So we'll see. Um, also inside linebacker folks, the inside linebacker position was not addressed. You can talk about John Bostic all you want. And I think he's a good football player. I think he's a journeyman. I think he has a lot of experience. He's been in a lot of systems and he's athletic when healthy. But at the same time, they're basically saying we're going to put all our eggs in Vince Williams on one side and Bostic and or Tyler Matikavich on the other. And I'm sorry, that just doesn't seem good enough for me. They didn't address it in the draft. Other than Bostic, they didn't address it in free agency. What are they going to do? Because I think this could also tie into the safety position. Are they going to be pulling an inside linebacker off the field and using a safety like Morgan Burnett, who did that a lot for the Green Bay Packers last year, as a linebacker and put him in the box? Or are they going to shy away from that? These decisions from Mike Tomlin and Keith Butler are going to be worth watching. And you're going to get to see glimpses of that in training camp and definitely in the preseason. So pay attention. This will dictate how they do, how they gauge their overall defense, and how they structure it moving forward. Personally, I think they are going to use those safeties in that inside linebacker role. A lot of people don't like that. You're you're putting yourself really light in terms of run defense, but at the same time, you have to get the athleticism on the field. So inside linebacker is going to be huge. And let's be honest, every year, fans at this time should be excited about one thing, and that is seeing the rookies play. Rookies and or undrafted free agents, but mainly the drafted rookies. The, the, the rookies that the Pittsburgh Steelers went out and said, we want you in our organization, and we're going to make a pick for you. We're not going to wait and see if you get picked up by another team. We're going to actually take you in the draft. Every every fan should be excited for them. And so we're talking Terrell Edmonds, James Washington. They talked about Chuck Sakura for Mason Rudolph, Jalen Samuels, Joshua Fraser, Marcus Allen. Those seven players are all worth watching for one reason or another. 
Would Joshua Frazier as a seventh round draft pick make the team as a depth player on the defensive line? Can he beat out Daniel McCullers? That's a storyline to watch. Marcus Allen, is he going to be a special teams demon? Will he actually see defensive snaps in his rookie season? Not so sure. How is Jalen Samuels, who seems like a Swiss army knife tool for the Steelers offense? How do they use him? How do they utilize him within the offense? That's, that's something that I'm really excited about as well. And then James Washington, he's got to fill in for Martavis Bryant. He was a deep threat in college. Can he be that deep threat in the National Football League? We'll see. A lot of storylines. I tell you what, fans should be excited. They should be excited for a couple reasons. Number one, it's the start of a new season. It's exciting. That's basic. I think fans should also be excited because this is a chance for the Steelers to get that taste of last season out of their mouths. Even fans are still disgusted about how last season ended when they lost to the Jaguars at home. I think that ultimately it comes down to it's starting fresh. Let's get it. Let's get to on the football field. Let's get that first preseason game underway. Get that first training camp practice with pads on. And let's just, let's really move forward. And I know that Cameron Hayward has talked about it. Um, I believe Marcus Gilbert talked about it at a mandatory minicamp. They really just want to move forward to put last season behind them. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. They've been criticized all offseason, and rightfully so. I criticized them. Lance criticized them. Anyone with a mouth or a, a keyboard that has any type of clout in terms of writing about the Steelers, talking about the Steelers, criticize them because they deserve the criticism. However, now's their chance to get to put it all behind them. Step New new year, 2018. Let's see what the Pittsburgh Steelers can do. But I'll tell you what, before we call us this a show, if you've never been to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, I strongly suggest you check it out. It, it really should be your one-stop shop for Pittsburgh Steelers news. We're talking six, seven, eight articles a day, and especially with training camp uh, getting going, it's going to be sometimes nine articles a day. If you love Steelers news and you want to stay on top and keep your finger on the pulse of Steeler Nation, this is your website. And coming up on Wednesday is going to be the first day of our three-day training camp confidential. This is our third, I'm sorry, this might be our fourth year for the training camp confidential. And what it is, is we're going to have commentary, features, dates, calendars, news, all right there for you. I'm talking multiple days, tons of content, while all the other sites have been giving you like just one or two things here or there. Man, we give it to you three days. It's going to be crazy. Behind the steel curtain.com. I, I just want to thank all my writers. Um, have several writers that work for me that are paid. They do a tremendous job. I know they've been working their butts off right now, trying to get all their content done for this training camp confidential as well as covering the news that's still going on. So big shout out to my writers. Make sure you check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And if you're listening on podcast and you didn't know, whole YouTube channel, Behind the Steel Curtain is a YouTube channel. We do. Go to YouTube, search BTSC Steelers Radio, subscribe, give our video a thumbs up, comment. It's a good little community there. And then also, if you didn't know we had a podcast platform, you can check us out over there as well by searching The Standard is the Standard on iTunes. And getting all that behind the steel curtain.com, your one stop shop. Hey, like my shirt says, play big like Ben, everybody. Enjoy training camp, new season. Get ready. Here we go. 
Hi, I'm Karis Fisher. I want to tell you about another podcast you should check out. It's called Recode Decode. Every week I talk to tech and media's key players about how they're changing our world. I interview tech executives like Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, political figures like Hillary Clinton, and media personalities like John Kerryu, who literally wrote the book on Theranos. Once again, the name of the show is Recode Decode, hosted by me, Kara Swisher. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. See you there.